Flesh time long time. 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 Hey there, sports fans. First time. Long time. I'm Tommy Fitzgerald. He's Richie Barone. Richie, how are you? You know, I'm not doing bad. How are you? Uh, you know, I know you just asked me that, but I'm, uh, you know, there's not that much going on. So that's what I do. I get a little uncomfortable in social situations like that. So if I don't have anything exciting to say, I just spit it right back at you. Uh, you know, we're sitting here. We're in January of 2017 in the year of our Lord. Uh, and we're, you know, we're waiting for the Mets to do something. We're waiting for a relief pitcher. We just found out that uh, Jay Bruce isn't going to be uh, ran out of town, which is interesting. And that's where we're at right now. So what's what's new with you, Tommy boy? Nothing too much, kid. I, I hear completely what you're saying. I think earlier today I, I went on the uh, one of those fancy prestige sports websites and I read how someone was trying to explain to me that Joe Blanton was the most undervalued baseball player out there right now, and I, I, I said, maybe I'm doing this wrong, but I've, I've seen Joe Blaine. I know Joe Blaine. It's not 2006. I don't know what to tell you, Joe Blaine. What's your favorite uh, sports site to go on when you're looking for, for news about the Mets and other things? I mean, generally, uh, I'm a pro football talk guy. I mean, that's, that's generally where I, where I go to. Uh, but typically ESPN, I like to get on the Facebook. I like to go and start arguments with anyone that's not a fan of my team. How about yourself? I'm a creature of habit. It's going to sound a little weird, but I'm a big MSN homepage guy. I go to the MSN homepage, I just click on sports, and I go nuts. That's why I'm usually between six and ten days behind the news cycle. But, you know, it's one of those things I'm, like I said, big comfort zone guy. Uh, I don't like change, and that's why I do that. So, uh, you know, that said, I think we're going we're gonna to jump over to our first topic of the uh, the night here, and that's Jay Bruce. I talked about him for a minute before there. He is going to be the right fielder for the New York Mets in 2017, and Tommy and I came up with a little pro-con list because, you know, we like to hash things out for ourselves. A little pro-con list about uh, Jay Bruce still being on the team. I will start off. Uh, actually, you want to start off? Read us a pro. I'll read you the con. I'll be the, uh, I'll be the, the Debbie Downer here. Okay, okay, I like a kid. Uh, I mean, basically, he's a scary bat in the middle of the lineup. I mean, he's the guy that was leading the National League in RBIs when the Metropolitans traded for him. And you would hope that when the Mets are going through the dregs of, of losing 2-1, which seems like a couple of weeks in a row, that maybe he gets a big hit. He didn't necessarily do it last year. Guy's got a pretty good pedigree, though. Okay, I got two cons here for this one. Two off the bat, a little two-for-one special. It's like a Costco-sized pack of cons. Uh, first, he's a human border wall, stopping Michael Conforto from living his dreams, which is very sad. Um, you know, I know another guy who's making border walls to, to crush dreams, but this one, we're going to keep it light. This one's a little lighter. And uh, also, his name is Jay, and it's just Jay. I looked it up yesterday on Wikipedia, and the guy's name is just Jay. And if you know anything about Jay's, those are the kids growing up that have like an earring in first grade, or it looks like they they haven't washed their jeans in in you know two to three years. Uh, real sketchy characters named Jay. I don't like it. Usually, I'm a, I'm a big fan of a guy named Jason who calls himself Jay, or maybe a guy named Robert who calls himself Jay. 
But J by itself, real weird. Yeah, I tell you, kid, you're in the fifth grade. You got guys named Jay. They're they're murdering and capture the flag. And then in eighth grade, they're the guys chain smoking cigs. And you're like, what are you what are you doing? You're you're twelve. Yeah, the guys named Jay. They have really good snack, but uh, their home lives aren't great. That's that's what I found about the the kids named Jay. But anyway, uh, that's just those are two cons there. Uh, we're gonna move on to another pro though. We didn't trade Jay Bruce for nothing. And that's good, I think. I think if you're going to ch- trade Jay Bruce, a guy who had 30 bombs, got close to 100 RBIs, pretty sure he finished off at 99 there, uh, you got to get something for him. And Sandy, very stubborn guy, didn't want to trade him for nothing. I can appreciate that. Absolutely. And while I agree with you on the on the pro there, the con, my man, is if he gets hot and there's a situation where Jay Bruce somehow wins the MVP award, we're going to have a bunch of guys walk around with the pompadour haircuts that Jay Bruce has looking like a bunch of extras from the movie Pleasantville. All the guys hitting the shots from half court in the black and white. And all these guys with the fancy slick back and the brill cream. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'm a big fan of the brill cream. If I'm riding the F train, I don't want to see a bunch of guys looking like uh, you know, extras from Greece. You know what I mean? That's right. Everyone's going to start keeping combs in their back pocket. Everybody, if Jay Bruce gets hot, start buying some stocking combs. That's what I can tell you. I wonder if he's got that haircut because in Cincinnati, it's still like 1955. I, I'm pretty sure. I, I've never been, but from pictures of it, it doesn't look like they're, you know, they're moving at the speed of light over there. Yeah, I mean, Cincinnati's basically Kentucky. So, you know, no, no comment. Right. That's, that's all <laughs> we need to say about that. Give me the next pro. Uh, Mets have a lot of depth. I mean, we're getting on the Mets for being in a situation where we don't know who's going to be playing all the time. Uh, you know, criticizing them almost for having too many lefties, which they do in the outfield. But at the same time, as if, if we learned anything about the Mets, you know, they're, they're very consistently injured. And I think at this point, having a little bit of depth isn't the worst thing in the world. What are your thoughts on a con, though? The con here is that Terry Collins, because of the depth, has to manage his team like Joe Madden which is like asking a Michelob Ultra to get me as drunk as a Bud Platinum. Okay, it's not going to happen. Bud Platinum, in case anybody doesn't know, underground stuff, it's the Bud in the Blue bottle, about uh, you know about the same amount of liquor as like a, like a vodka club, except you look like more of a man when you drink it because you're not drinking a vodka club. So um, shout out to Bud Platinum, and also uh, shout out to Joe Madden, who is a much better manager probably than Terry Collins. Uh, it's going to be tough for him to manage all that depth. I foresee someone getting left out or turned into a platoon player against their will or having something terrible happen. So, um, you know, that's that's going to be tough. I hear it, kid. And our last pro and con coming up right here, a new Bruce free shirt Friday. I mean, my... My nephew's not going to clothe himself. I, I got to get Christmas gifts somehow, and I and I feel like it's always Christmas Eve, and I'm sitting there, and I just I find a free shirt Friday I didn't use. So there we go. Extra shirt. Shout out to you, Jay Bruce. What do you got for a con? The con is that since the guy hasn't been on the team that long, uh, but his name is Bruce, they'll probably do a cool play on words, um, and it'll say, like, glory days on the front of the shirt, but it'll be a picture of him hugging Adam Dunn as a member of the Reds. So it's not really going to be a Mets free shirt Friday. It's going to be a free shirt Friday reminding us of how great Jay Bruce was when he was on the Reds, um, specifically a long time ago when Adam Dunn 
was also on the Reds. Uh, either that or the shirt is just, if they were really smart, they would just do B, R, and then like a thousand U's in the front of the shirt and just give that one away. That one, I'd wear that out. I'm telling you, if the Mets marketing people want to give us a call, that, that one's free. Yeah, that one's pro bono. Next one, <laughs> I'm taking at least uh, 40% off the top. So, But still, feel free to call. Um, and that was our that was our look at Jay Bruce pros and cons. I hope everybody feels better about the situation we're in now with Jay. Um, I almost called him Jason, but I forgot that he's one of those weird kids with the name Jay. Uh, and yeah, that's it. So, so what do we got next on the docket here? I tell you, kid. One thing we always like we're looking for content here in the middle of the, in the middle of the winter time. We're gonna go the top ten Mets all time. That you would like on your side in a street fight or a brace brawl. Ooh. You know, we're, we're talking fisticuffs. We're talking uh, an anchor man when he says, uh, this is my left Murray, whatever, my right Murray. You know, that's a that's a terrible reference. Uh, Great <laughs> movie. Yeah, yeah. But uh, number one, a guy in Mets history you would want on your team in a street fight or a brace brawl, Kevin Mitchell. It was 1986 when this guy got in a brawl. He allegedly knocked out Daryl Strawberry in a pickup basketball game as per the bad guys won. Uh, allegedly, as per Doc Gooden, he may have decapitated his cat, which is a weird thing to talk about. So we're just going to keep moving right along there. Anyway, the guy was about six foot 190. He looked like he was built like a brick shit house. He may or may not have been on the juice. Uh, Kevin Mitchell, scary dude. Great guy to have on your team. Yeah, I'm going to tell you something, though. You wanted to gloss over that whole cat thing, but if uh, you show up to a fight and someone goes gets up there, I, I wouldn't condone this with a, uh, a real cat, but maybe like a, you get like a stuffed cat and you rip its head off and eat some of the stuffing or whatever. Uh, I'm a big animal guy. But, uh, you know, I think that's pretty intimidating. I think that's a, a great way to kick things off. I would take Kevin Mitchell on my side any day. It's weird. Like in the 80s, everybody looked skinny. Like they, did, they all did a bunch of cardio. But not Kevin Mitchell. Kevin Mitchell looked like he was tossing around plates like a madman. So Kevin Mitchell was like a 90s guy who, you know, started in the 80s. Uh, just an absolute freak. My guy, I would take right off the bat here, number two, Turk Wendell. I don't know how big he was. I don't know how much he weighed. I just know I wouldn't fight this guy because he's an absolute psycho. He's like a walking can of four loco. He's like that guy in your group of friends who who starts headbutting things when he's drunk to show how tough he is. You know, that guy usually wakes up the next day, a bunch of scars on his head. He's apologizing to the whole group. He's got a headache. Not Turk Wendell. This is a guy that went to the woods during the offseason to, like, fight bears. He'd go there. He'd fight a bear. He'd kill the bear. He'd come back with a necklace, all with the bear's teeth on it. And, you know, when the guy pitched, if you remember, had a bad inning, threw the glove into the crowd... Could have, you know, could have knocked out an old woman or a baby. He didn't give a crap. So Turk Wendell, that's the kind of guy that I'd want on my side. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to see what would happen if you stepped on his uh, Adidas during uh, Irish Day in Long Beach. You know what I mean? 100%, kid. Turk Wendell strikes me as the guy that he's the last thing you see with a bottle of wild turkey before you end up in El Paso with your pants off. That's right. That's pretty accurate, I'd say. I God, I mean, it'd be a great time. You wouldn't remember a goddamn thing, but holy great, it'd be uh, it'd be fantastic. You'd probably be missing a kidney too, but <laughs> hey, black market, black market's good these days. Shout out to Bitcoin. Uh, number three, <laughs> <laughs> number three. This one's gonna be 
kind of surprising to people listening back home, and they're going to be they're going to be doing one of those oh yeah like that old S and Y show the the oh yeah show. Uh, they're going to be yeah. saying oh yeah like re- remembering because because this guy you remember him wistfully he pitched against us in the World Series. Chris Young, six foot ten, former Met, right-handed pitcher. He's throwing about eighty four, making people hit lazy can of corns about two hundred and fifty feet in the air. But my guy is six foot ten, Ivy League education, and he played started basketball for Princeton. I promise you, Chris Young is as hard as a coffin nail, and if he were to hit you, you would wake up next week. Oh my God, I'd, I'd have to agree. I mean, that's a that's a wild pick. He's a real wiry guy, Chris Young. You know, wouldn't have uh, wouldn't have said that one off the bat, but the more you know, you talked me into it. It took me it's about like ten fight, seconds. It's like fighting one of the Klitschkos. It is. There's more than one Klitschko. There's two. Yeah. Oh my they're, God. They're they're uh, like ten years apart. I think. That shows you. That shows you how popular boxing is in America. Shout out to boxing, doing a great job. You guys market yourselves very, very well. Uh, but yeah, I think Chris Young would be an absolute monster. Um, I'm going to move on to another kind of under the radar one, but it's going to make sense when I say it. Addison Reed. You want Addison Reed in your side. Think about what he looks like every time he walks off the mound. It looks like he just got punched in the face. He's got the hat tilted up. He's rubbing his face, checking for blood. Uh, This guy would definitely say nothing before the fight, stand there, probably look at the ground. But during the fight, he's the guy that won't stop, even when everything's over. Even when everyone's all tired out after 30 seconds, everyone's done screaming world star, everyone's phones are away, everything's done. This guy's still going. You know, he's the kind of guy with him, you may have to go to court. Words like attempted manslaughter may get tossed around, but it's just another day with Addison Reed. Yeah, you know, quiet storm. That's right. I mean, you listen, you got to you gotta take the good with the bad, you know? Get some nice relief outings, and the guy is uh, an absolutely unstoppable uh, psychotic force to be reckoned with when uh, you get into a little kerfuffle at the bar. I like it, kid. You're sticking with the relief pitch in there at number four. I'm going number five. Going back to my boy, Betty Agbayani, six foot 220. That's listed. Slightly generous. Our boy's from Hawaii. Everyone thinks that these Hawaiian guys are really cool. I guess you've never surfed in Honolulu. Neither have I, but I saw Forgetting Sarah Marshall, and apparently that's not cool. I promise you, these guys grew up in high school kicking ass at Taurus. Benny Agbayani, a big boy. I would not want to mess with him, and I'd be confident that the big man could scrap. Oh, yeah. This is that. Those guys in Hawaii, I mean, I, I've never been to Hawaii either. Uh, you know, hopefully, if I save up enough uh, shekels, I could get myself a ferry from the Hamptons out there one day. But, uh, you know, this is the kind of guy. He comes in there. You ever see those those guys in the luau's? They are they are meaty, my friend. I think you are you are right on the ne- on the nose there when you say that two twenty is a little generous. I'm gonna add about a hundred pounds. Say he was about six foot three twenty. Uh, the guy hit some bombs. He was good for like fifteen minutes for us. I think he was a big Bobby V guy. Bobby V was a big uh, Benny Abayani, um supporter. But yeah, I-, I think he seems like a guy that would be throwing headbutts. You know, headbutts, maybe eye gouges, a couple groin kicks, the real Ric Flair kind of thing, but just more wistfully as he, a Hawaiian guy. He's like a chubby version of The Rock. There you go. Yeah. So he's like the original Rock. He's pretty much The Rock <laughs> before The Rock was The Rock. Uh, I don't have dates on that to see if Rocky The Rock Maivia. was right. Rocky. He is Rocky Maivia. 
right. Yeah. He's the first uh, version of The Rock. So I think we settled that. Why Benny Bayani's tough. Uh, you're welcome. The guy was basically The Rock before we had The Rock. Uh, moving on, number six, Noah Syndergaard. Now, I know this one seems like an obvious one. He's, you know, a big dude, talks a good game. He, you know, did all that stuff during the World Series. Come out and meet me on the mound, 60 feet. I'll punch your face in, all that stuff. But I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. But I could also see him talking a big game and then getting cracked and having a glass jaw. I got like a weird feeling about it. And I don't want to have that feeling, but it's something that's living inside me. And from therapy, I've learned that I got to get that stuff out there. Otherwise, I, I do very destructive things and get arrested for uh, public intoxication and nudity. So, Noah Syndergaard is on my list. And when I was thinking about it, all tall blondes can usually fight. Hulk Hogan, Drago, and uh, Trump's girl Kellyanne Conway, who allegedly threw a punch during the uh, the inauguration. So, with that criteria, those are some some numbers for you. I think Syndergaard might have a shot. Don't forget Tanya Harder, kid. Tanya, was she a blonde? Oh yeah, nineteen ninety four. I mean, come on. Oh man, was she the, a blonde? The pipe shot heard around the world. How could I? <laughs> Apologies to Tanya Harding. Uh, you are also a menace and blonde. <laughs> Shout out to Blonde Menaces. That's right. Uh, I like it. Uh, number seven, we're going with a guy, an older gentleman. He wasn't on the Mets for that long, but a real journeyman, a Hall of Famer, a guy that's going to be in the, in the Major League Baseball history books, Ricky Henderson. And when you look at Ricky, he's in fantastic shape. You know he's quick as hell. He's strong. He's got a low center of gravity. He looks like the kind of guy that he would be like a high school football coach that would, would kind of get involved with tackling drills, and you would end up with like six broken ribs. Ricky Henderson uh, allegedly did a ton of sit-ups and push-ups when he woke up every morning. It showed the guy's a fantastic athlete. Shout out to Ricky Henderson. I would not fu- – I, I don't care if you were six foot eight. I would not mess around with Ricky Henderson. Yeah, I, I have to agree. He's the kind of guy that would coach a football team, break your ribs, you'd be carried off on a stretcher. And then after it was all said and done and he had to go into like the athletic director's office, he genuinely wouldn't understand what the problem was. <laughs> He'd go in there and be like, I thought I thought everything was fine. I thought we were playing with men out there. And, uh, you know, the, the way we live now in in uh, PC culture, he'd have to have a bunch of PTA meetings. People would be yelling at him. Uh, a safe space would be developed and Ricky would be kicked right off that football field. But... We're not talking about Ricky as a football coach, thankfully. We're talking about him as a brawler. And, you know, I think Ricky, I would guess he has phenomenal grip strength. So if he gets you in his grasp, you're going down. He's going to choke you to death. So uh, great choice there on Ricky. My next one, a little bit of a wild card, which is kind of a theme I'm going with here. I'm, I'm trying to think outside the box. And uh, I got Neil Walker. And everyone's like, what do you mean, Neil Walker? He's got a funny haircut. He's like a really, he's a lovable lug, that guy. Yeah, great. But there's, in every group, there's the guy that when the fight is over, if you've knocked someone down, someone comes in at the last minute, kicks the guy in the face, and keeps running just so that they could say they were part of it. That's Neil Walker, okay? The guy's going to be down on the floor, not knowing what day it is, not knowing where he is. Neil comes over, gives him a little boot to the face, Kevin Nash style, and keeps running. Doesn't even break stride, just keeps running. He texts you later, tells you he's going to meet you at the diner, walks in like he did all the work. 
That's just I mean, you know, I don't I'm not trying to throw shade to my boy Neil, but it's just it's just his look. I like it, kid. He's a hockey guy too, and he's from Pittsburgh. He's a real Yinza. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I mean, take take the guy that's uh, you know, he's like the Sidney Crosby of of this fight. He's gonna slash you and then he's gonna run away. <laughs> so so it's perfect. I could swear you're a Ranger fan or something like that. Yeah. You know, I, I dabble. Uh, <laughs> I like it, kid. Uh shout out to Neil Walker. You are number one in our hearts, and and even if you fight dirty, just keep hitting, keep hitting, keep hitting the dingers, kid. Uh, number nine for your boy Butch Husky, and anybody out there who is listening to this and they say I, I don't remember Butch Husky, then you can go ahead and turn this off because I don't know what to tell you because Butch Husky was a memorable Met. I mean, maybe maybe you're younger, you're a younger man than I am. Uh, which is very possible. So apologies, but if you if you were born before 1990, you don't know who Butch Husky is. I'm sorry. Anywho, roundabout way, Butch Husky was really, really fucking big. He was a big boy. He was a monster human being. If you were going to be in a fight, he could lay some wood. Butch Husky. Man, I got to tell you, you're like you're like Carlos Mencia. You're just saying what I'm thinking. You know what I mean? You just <laughs> you're just putting it out there. Uh, Butch Husky, a great a great pick. A totally off the wall pick. I mean, anyone named Butch, pretty much going to be uh, a great fighter and on some sort of fighting list. So Butch Husky, that's a no brainer. And if you don't remember him, he was the uh, little fun fact about Butch, little Snapple fact. He was the last Met, I believe. Now I'm doubting myself. No, that's wrong. He was the second to last Met that wore 42 before it was uh, retired league wide. The other Met to do it was Mo Vaughn. Shout out to Mo. We love you. We miss you. Shout out, Mo. Maybe, maybe we'll talk to you soon. I don't, I don't know. It just depends on our schedules. And uh, to round things out now, we've got number 10. This one's going to really blow. Your, it's going to blow your brain out the back of your head. You're not even going to know what to do it yourself. It's as Drupal Cabrera. Can you believe it? No, you can't. You're sitting there being like, this is a bunch of a horse crap. And I'm going to tell you why. As Drupal Cabrera, just picture it now. You got five of your guys... Asdrubal and five of his bros. Fight music by D12 is on in the background. There's like a garbage can on fire for no reason on the side there. And uh, just to set the, the mood. And Asdrubal comes out there. Just just close your eyes and picture this guy. And tell me that he's not the wild card in the group that knows MMA. Okay? He's a little, you know, he's a little doughy. Not exactly a sculpted gentleman. But uh, athletic nonetheless. You know, secure enough in himself to dye his hair blonde. And you're going to go after him. He's going to take you down. Lickety split. One, two, three. He'll be choking you. And, uh, you know, next time next time you wake up, you're just going to be like, is it over? Did we win? And you didn't. Estrubal choked your whole crew out. And then, you know, they jumped in the car, popped on some Daddy Yankee, and uh, hit the club or a diner or whatever. So Estrubal Cabrera, don't sleep on uh, Drooby. This guy, I'm telling you, mean mixed martial artist. Uh, don't know that for a fact, but if anyone can confirm, I'd love to be told that I'm right about it. A hundred percent, kid. I tell you what, you talk smack to Azrubal Cabrera when you're, you're dealing with a little bit of a semi brownout. You wake up in the hospital, you, you're in terrible pain. They say, "What happened?" You, they say, "Well, uh, Azrubal Cabrera put you in armbar. You done oh, yeah. an armbar? Oh yeah. I would check R- myself right out of the hospital." Yeah, Matt Sarah, Royce Gracie. I'm just naming MMA fighters now. 
Yeah, Matt Serra, uh, Gracie as Dribble Cabrera. It sounds very natural in a sentence. It just it just flows. Now, like if you told me David Wright knows MMA, thousand percent untrue. Uh, yeah, those are alternative not. facts. That's fake news. <laughs> but if you're gonna tell me Drewby is gonna is sit there and and lay on his back and just beat you with his legs, I'm in. I'm in all the way. So uh, you know, those are our ten Mets that we would take into a fight. If you want, give us some of your Mets that you've taken into a fight. Uh, hit us up at. Mets FTLT on Twitter and tell us who you would uh, who you'd like to roll with and why. We we'd love to hear from you. Um, and with that, I mean, that's pretty much all we got for now. It's uh, it's quiet on the the free agency front. I think by next week's episode, we should probably have an update on relief pitching. For the love of God, uh, you know Sergio Romo still out there. Joe Smith still out there. Jerry Blevins, good old JB. Still out there looking for a deal. Who are we going to get? I don't know. Tommy, any predictions early? Let's bring back Jerry Blevins. Great guy to have around. He's long. He's lean. He looks like a high school social studies teacher. He's he's my guy. I agree. You can never go wrong with a guy who looks like, uh, you know, he's he could read a mean book. You know, that's that's JB. He, he comes out there. You kind of let your guard down, and then he throws a slider right past your stupid swinging bat. So (laughs) with that, we're out of here. Everybody, have a lovely rest of the week. We will talk to you next week. First time, long time. It's out of here. Yeah, hey, fellas. This is Chris from New Hyde Park. First time, long time. Hi, this is Bob from Greenpoint. First time, long time here. Hey guys, this is Audie Bevilacqua from Hapog. First time, long time.